Mina chica le vile que tona cacha casa. Puña chaca poco poco ni pelío ya ni no puña masa. Welcome to the Ordinary Nigerian Podcast with your host, Alex. Today, we'll be talking about the unemployment ratio in Nigeria and how it affects the Nigerian youths. We are starting on a very sad note. Just last three days, almost 43, according to the Nigerian army, they were saying that 43 rice farmers were murdered by the Boko Haram terrorist sects. But international media and the United Nations are telling us that not less than 110 people were murdered by the sects last three days. It's a conflicting report. We don't know which one to believe. The army is telling us something else. The international media is telling us another thing. And up to today, nobody has been sacked. The service chiefs are still there. The police commissioners are still there for Borneo State. They are still there doing nothing while innocent lives are being wasted. And then the media, Igar Bashir, senior special assistant to the president of media, told us today that the farmers didn't get clearance before going to their farms. And I'm wondering which type of clearance the farmers need to get before they go to their farms. From the same government that said that the youth should go into agriculture. It's a very sad it's a very sad scenario in Nigeria that innocent lives, the lives of a Nigerian citizen is not worth anything in Nigeria. How can the media tell us that you need to get a clearance before you go to your farm? Like you need to get it. From who do you need to get clearance? Case the, the security crisis in Nigeria is it has risen to 100%. I don't know what to say. It's it's getting sad every day. The South might think that it's not going to get to them. But Buhari still has three years. He has three years to be as Nigerian president. And when the North, when the North, when the North is experiencing a, a, experiencing a security crisis like this and nobody is talking, it will get to the South. It's just a matter of time. We all should stand up and speak against this. It's it's we are the people that put those people there. They are our servants. But over time they have the it's it's obvious that they are not answerable to us. This security crisis in Nigeria is really, really very, very sad. It's frightening. It's scary. But that's not what we are talking about today. We are talking about the insecurity um, the unemployment rate in Nigeria. Every year, millions and millions of Nigerian youths come out of the universities without no hope of securing any job. I can remember vividly back in the 90s and in the 80s that immediately you come out of the university, you are offered a job. Immediately, no wasting of time. You are offered a job. But the case is no longer the same today that you have to roam about. For years, so some people graduate with 10 years, they have not found a job. Even when they find one, they are underpaid. And you wonder, what is the future 
of the Nigerian youths when he graduates from the university, when he comes out of the higher institution? This is a question that has been on the minds of many people that are actually concerned about the future of Nigeria. Because you can't tell me that somebody who spent approximately five years in the university and come out with no hope of securing any job. And then when an opportunity comes for him to travel out of Nigeria, you say he's not patriotic. There is no patriotism in this. That the government of the day have failed in its job in securing the future of the Nigerian youth. I'm not going to go into criticizing this government, saying this and that, but I remember vividly that in the past administration of Good Luck Jonathan, it was way, way far more better than what we are experiencing today. I'm not a politician. I'm not sympathetic to this, to, to who, to Good Luck or to Muhammad Buhari. But I'm saying that the situation, the unemployment rate in Nigeria back in 2015-2014, before Buhari came in, was far lower than what we are experiencing today. They gave us Empower. Empower, you're going to be paid 30,000 Naira every month. 30,000 Naira every month. Yearly. You do the maths, my people. I'm not going to do mathematics for you people on this show. Then yearly, you get paid. You get paid, you get the total sum of what you have been paid. And out of the 30,000 Naira, the cost of living in an urban Nigeria is very, very expensive. House rent, school fees, other bills that you're going to pay, electricity, even pay for your own security because there, there, there are no security operatives in Nigeria. At the end of the day, what are you left with? Peanuts. We have heard stories, we have seen where the sons and daughters of our elites are guaranteed jobs in NMPC, in CBN, in government parastatals. While the average Nigerian youth is left on the streets to roam about without no hope. And then when they escape from Nigeria and land in a set of climes where their potentials are being harnessed, they become very great. And then they will come out on Twitter and say, Oh, he's a great Abia, he's a great Abia citizen, a great Taraba citizen. But when that young youth, when that young boy, when that young man, when that young gentleman is in Nigeria, he's not a great Abia youth. These are issues that we have to be concerned about. Because the future of every country lies with the youth. But in Nigeria, the government of the day don't value the youth so. During elections, they will arm them with guns, give them 2,000 naira so that they can snatch ballots for them. And then when they win, they run over, they run to Abuja, stay in Abuja for four years. When the elections start coming closer, they will come back in their full convoy. And then they will play the same game again, play the same tactics, and then go into office and the, same, the circle continues. And you think that Nigeria is going to be great. With this type of mindset, with this type of attitude and behavior, the insecurity crisis is getting higher every day. The unemployment rate is one of the causes of insecurity in Nigeria. Put it anywhere. An idle man is a devil's workshop. When I don't have a job, automatically I'll think about, about another thing. But when I have a job, I sit in my office for at least maybe seven, seven hours, 
five hours. I won't have the brain and the mind to think about any other thing apart from my work. And when I go from my workplace, I'm going to my house, I'm tired, I will sleep, I'll, I'll wake up, I'll eat, do some works I'll do in the night, maybe do some research. And then the circle continues. I won't have the mind to think about the shop I'm going to loot. Or the car I'm going to break. All these are the issues. When you create jobs for the youth, automatically you have guaranteed the future of your country. The future of the next generation as well. But the Nigerian government doesn't think that way. Everything is politics. I have a very simple solution to this problem. First, the Nigerian youths are very talented. We are innovative. We are geniuses in our own rights. What the government needs to provide is an enabling environment for everyone to thrive. And you see Nigeria blue. I've said it and I'll continue to say it, that the future of Nigeria lies with the youths. Create an enabling environment for everyone to thrive. Power is a very important asset to the Nigerian youths. Create an enabling environment, get power, and get power 247. And you see Nigeria grow to become that great country that we have always dreamt of. That country we have always wished for. And every other thing will be fall in place. When this is not done, create jobs. If you create 1 million jobs every year, you have, you have given 1 million people jobs. Also, you, when you give 1 million people jobs, you have even created indirect jobs as well. Because those 1 million people have to create jobs for other people that are coming. So you are killing, one, you are killing two birds with one shot. Power is very important. Create an enabling environment. Get power 247. And you see those youths create jobs for themselves and the country, and generations yet unborn. I don't know how I'm going to say this. The government of the day will understand what I'm saying. But I truly believe, I strongly believe that the future of this great country lies with the youths. And when those jobs, when the enabling environment and when power supply is not provided, we are not making any headway. Anyone that knows our president or gets in contact with our president, please tell him, oh, I'm talking to him. I'm speaking it into existence. Please. It's just a simple... Governance is not a rocket science. It can never be a rocket science. Do the right thing and everything falls in place. Rome was not built in a day, but we can build a Nigeria with simple little steps. At the end of this podcast... I know that I've convinced you people and not confused you people that unemployment rates is not and will continue, will not vanish in a day, but we ourselves are going to be the solutions when the government says we are ready to solve the problem. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I remain your host, Alex. I'll meet you people on Friday when we talk about another interesting issue that affects the Nigerian youths. Keep it a date with us, subscribe, follow us, and share this our podcast to everyone that you meet. And the Lord shall be your shepherd, and the Lord is going to bless you. Thank you for keeping it with us. Bye-bye. You know get one million, you they tell your neighbor say you get ten million, you demand to so those people where they call my phone anytime when the money don't show. It be like you demand. You never buy Okada, you they cost to drive Range Rover, you demand. They won't show me how I go live my life. It be like you demand. It be like they demand.
pressure. Okay. I kill you one show. For another time zone, so you can see never know. I just to stack my door. Get your own, no depart of my solo. Like you the model, you no get one million. You the tell your neighbor say you get ten million. You the man, so those people where they call my phone anytime when the money don't show. You feel like you the man, you never buy your kada. You the cost to buy a Range Rover. You the man, they want show me how I go live my life. You feel like you the man, you be like they the man.